Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am the man of the hour, the man with the power. Too sweet to be sour. AJ Bond, and this is my tag team partner. And I am the sheriff of wrestling, and this is the Free Count Podcast. Hello again. Sorry, I just sorted my phone. I took it off charge and put it on a stand. Oh, okay. Make it easier. Yeah, well, like I said, we have to re- restart this again. Some technical error issue, but but we're fine. We're good now. Uh, so, yeah, as we were talking about, you obviously, you've got your 10 questions. I've got my 10 questions. So, we'll get to them very, very soon. And, obviously, I'll let you do your 10 first. And then I'll do my 10 after. And it would be interesting to see how many of each other's questions we can get right. But we're obviously we're going to jump into a bit of news. Obviously, last week on Dynamite, we had the debut of one Keith Lee, or Limitless Keith Lee. Well, it wasn't just Keith Lee that arrived. No, it wasn't just Keith Lee. We had uh, Switchblade Jay White. Yes, he also turned up. Yes, he also the reason, turned up. Well, the reason I heard why he turned up was it was a done deal on like the day before or something because everyone knew Keith Lee was coming. Yeah. So... Because every, like it was a well-known thing of what was going on, they decided to sign somebody else at the last moment. Yeah, with uh, Jay White, he was, uh, he, well, I would say he was in Impact, but he had a couple of matches in Impact. Um, Is he mainly known for Ring of Honor? Uh, well, no, he's more well-known for New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's Ring of Honor, yes. But uh, he was not very long ago in Impact, had a couple of matches in Impact uh, as the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, now he's in AEW. Uh, speculation on Karrion Cross also coming to AEW as well. There was yeah. something I did see again, like they were him and Scarlett were at a sign-in convention. Yeah. And somebody said something about AEW and he pulled a face and then she said something. Yeah, but the way she said something was like, "That's definitely happening," but gave it away when she wasn't supposed to. Yeah. So, looking at the latest wrestling news that's going on in the world today, obviously, again, for anybody that's listening to this, take it with a grain of salt. It is not a done deal. It is not finalized. It's all speculation. If it's something true, then fair enough. Half the time, we just like to speculate. It's what we like to do as fans, to speculate shit. Uh, but top story, uh, Cody Rhodes expected to sign with WWE. No. It's not happening, let's be honest. Come on. Uh, let, let's see what it says here. So this has been reported on Wrestling Inc. Uh, by Paul Davis. I ain't got a fucking clue who he is, but uh, it stated, as noted earlier, Cody Rhodes is leaving AEW since his contract expired. That would mean that there is a no non-compete clause. Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer, good old Dave Meltzer chimed in. Uh, noted earlier on the Wrestling Observer Radio that there's been a lot of talk about WWE signing Cody and that appears to be what is happening. In speculation, he was meant to be at the Royal Rumble. And I have heard he actually is... Le- like it is legit that he's working without a contract. Yeah, I, it is legit that he's working without a contract. Or, but someone else said, or I've heard that um, he's working with a contract, like he's 
but he's got a contract for backstage stuff, like producer or whatever it is he does. But he hasn't got a contract for in-ring wrestling. Mm. That's also something that's been speculated around. Um, but I don't think he's going back to WWE. No, I don't think he's going back to WWE. Obviously, I know that his contract expired and he was just sort of working on um, like a handshake deal with like Tony Khan at mm. the moment until something can come through. Uh, so obviously he's just getting paid whatever he's get being paid for, not mm. as a, uh, a competitor, well, um, whatever sort of deal he's got with Tony Khan. So yeah, I don't think he'd be going to do it. It'd be a stupid mistake, you know. He went from being a what was he a COO or CEO of AEW? He was like one of the founding members type thing. Yeah, so you know, you you go from that, you go from obviously you had a lot of stroke to obviously you you've got they Tony Khan took some of that power away from Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega. Um, yep. But obviously they've still got to say. So you go from a position that you're in now, where you're in a company, it's doing very very well for itself. You've still got a say. To going back to a company where it's micromanaged, you don't know what's going on with your character. You don't know, you know, where you're going to be. Changed. Yeah, plans get changed. You could come in, you could be, you know, hot off the press, top tier, straight away in, you know, top of the card, mm. and then find yourself slowly working down. For example, AJ Styles made his debut in 2016 at the Royal Rumble. He did. Got a bit off, you know, onto a bit of a, a rocky start, mm-hmm. but got a very good push. WWE champion. I think two times WWE champion. Two or three times at least. Yeah. Um, having a very, very good main event push. Uh, always had a great match at WrestleMania. Boot mm-hmm. Taker, WrestleMania 36. The graveyard match. Yeah. And then uh, WrestleMania 37, the following year, fucking tag match with Osmos. Osmo? Osmos? Whatever his name is. Omos. Uh, Omos, there you go. Tag <laughs> match with Omos. Um, and now does very little. Well, he went down to NXT, didn't he, for a start a um, feud with someone down in NXT, but this guy who he was fighting with appeared on Raw as well so I, I don't know what's going on with AJ like, I only watch um, reviews of what's gone on and not a lot is ever said about AJ Styles the, the only big news I know about AJ Styles at the minute is he's, he's trying to lobby a match for him and Edge at WrestleMania which would be a good match to see yes. um, but you did, I know AJ Styles is not as young as he once was when he first started his career um, but still, is a very, very big name talent. Well, he signed um, a five-year contract, didn't he? His last contract, and he said he finishes wrestling with WWE. But I think there's a lot of people at NXT that he knows, and I, I think personally, he might, even if it's just a little bit of wrestling here and there, I think he he's going to finish off at AEW. The thing is, you know, all right, say if he's got his retirement set out in WWE mm-hmm. and obviously his, his contract expires and then obviously they can go, well, we'll give you a Legends contract or you can do something backstage 
or you know that's it shake hands see you later on down the road sort of thing and if he ends up somewhere else then he could probably wrestle part-time you know we've seen a lot of wrestlers wrestling part-time you got Sting who wrestles part-time you got Brock Lesnar who wrestles part-time um, Undertaker eventually started wrestling part-time yeah. Kevin Nash Kurt Angle everyone starts wrestling part-time at some point in their career but obviously you know you're still treated as a, a big name talent obviously you're not going to win any belts or anything like that unless you brought Lesnar yeah. and it's dating your contract um, but obviously you still have high caliber high tier matches and okay I'll probably commend AJ Styles you know he's trying to put over younger talent and things like that which is you know that's the, the spirit of the business you know if, he would say if you're on your way out you put the younger guy over well, that's what they're doing, and um, that's what they do in AEW. On the yeah. WWE, but over Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think what was it on Raw this week? Uh, Raw last week, it was Brock Lesnar and um, who's that? Austin, Austin Theory. Is Austin Theory? Yeah, Austin Theory is. On yeah, Raw. you know, um, Brock Lesnar pretty much laid waste to him, and obviously, I know Austin Theory's got that whole fucking gimmick stick thing where he takes pictures of his opponents afterwards, and, Brock and he's always with Vince McMahon as well. Yeah, so you know, it's one of them things. But yeah, it'd be nice to see. Obviously, Edge Star probably get a little bit more in WWE. You know, especially if his contract is running right, you'd think you try and make the most of someone whose contracts and you're not very far from being up. Well, they're, um, they're obviously doing WWE. Um, I did hear that Vince McMahon said he's happy with the product and he doesn't plan to change it. That's what's been going around recently is what he's, is what that was said, that he's happy and he thinks WWE is in a good place because they've just made one billion, uh, yeah, one billion in profit. Yeah, from fucking getting rid of talent and probably uh, people within the office couldn't cost. So that's how you've probably made that amount of money. Well, that's what I mean with, you know, and so obviously when AJ Styles or anybody's contract runs out, I don't think they'll go backstage because it's prime example, Shane McMahon, like when he was back, he was planning the Royal Rumble match mm. and he planned it mainly for himself. But he basically like just disrespected Jamie Noble, who is a producer backstage. Yeah, so, that's obviously another name that we probably might discreet touch upon. Good old Shane O'Mac. Um, obviously, come back at the Royal Rumble. Uh, there was supposed to be plans for him to have a really, really high profile match at Mania. Was um, Seth Rollins. Yeah, there was, there, was, there was talks of him even probably even winning one of the belts, a lot of the Universal, the WWE. Yeah. Um, obviously, that never happened. Obviously, now he's he, he's gone, been sent back in. Wow. That's. Nobody knows if that's true, because there was he, he was supposedly fired from the company, mm. but then apparently somebody leaked something a couple of days later, or put something out there a couple of days later about doing businesses with WWE, mm. and it was two guys in a picture, and the the other guy in the picture was Shane McMahon. <sighs> so the nobody is... knows if he's actually been fired by WWE or let go, as they said. Um, but Tony Khan has also come out and said if everything was right and, um, you know, if it went well, he would sign Shane McMahon anyway. Oh, fuck that. I wouldn't want to see that. No, I wouldn't. I would not want to see that. Not in a million years. 
that would be okay. Yeah, it would be uh, like the shock factor because you've got a man on on an opposition's company. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a, sort of a, a, a bit of a slap in the face to a man, but at the same time, it's you got to think you've brought in not just obviously someone from another company, but you've brought in the the son whose father runs the company runs the company and you know he's made it his mission in life to put other companies out of business for mm. you to have him either as a talent on your roster a producer backstage or a writer or someone in creative you, you, you fuck me that would mean red flags would be going off thinking well he's coming here i'm fucking i'm out of here. I'm, we're gonna not be around for much longer because the shit will go down the toilet and fucking McMahon will yeah. find the company. You put um, Shane on AEW and all he has to do is ring his dad and say, they're doing this this week, they're doing this, you need to do something bigger. Yeah. I mean, so, I know every week in ratings, AEW beats Raw in the um, 18 to 49 demographic area. Yeah. Um, which is both what well, they both won. Uh, A, um, AEW always pulls them more, but not this week's, but last week, Raw pulled in more. Because AEW had a stinker of a week, but I think mm. like NFL games or basketball games or whatever, there was something on all Winter Olympics, so it took a dent to. Both uh, of them. I think it's the, the the Winter Olympics because at the minute I'm I'm I'm, I'm watching hockey, so at the minute that sort of affects in hockey is the Winter Olympics. But you know, you, no one ever bats a hundred. You're always going to have an off week. The WWE's had many off weeks. The WWE's had many off weeks. Raw's still, still down on ratings every week, so... Oh, there you go. But, yeah, I think if Shane McMahon was to go to Italy, that would be a... That would, for me, that would be an instant red flag. And, again, you know, I don't... I, I like Tony Khan. I think what he's doing for wrestling is very, very good. But at some point, you've got to think, these are the people I want because obviously they can be beneficial to my company, to my product, to the brand. He's, he's done that, isn't he? There's a lot of, um, I wouldn't say a lot, there's a few AW stars with their contracts running out, and he's not renewing them. He's on, yeah. Said he, that he, oh, yeah, he's not renewing I've, I've heard about that. There's some contracts that he's not yeah, renewing. He needs to let some people go, because um, obviously there's just too many people there. Oh, yeah. And I think for a lot of the AEW wrestlers, the ones that especially their contracts that are running out and obviously going to be let go, you know, some of them guys were were there from the beginnings when they had their their, their first pay-per-view all-in. That was John between that and Ring of Honor. Uh, So they've been around since then. Obviously, now they're they're on their way out the door and they're seeing a lot of these guys coming in from other companies, coming in, taking a spot. Their main one, AEW's main one, wasn't it? All or nothing. Double or nothing. Sorry. Yeah. That was their first one because the other one, like you said, was recorded through Ring of Honor and stuff. Yeah, it was just to test the the waters on how how they can do it. Double or nothing was when Moxley turned up after Jericho beat Omega for the title. Yeah, or retain the title or whichever one, but yeah, um, talking to Jericho actually, there's speculation that he's going back to WWE. Yes, um, he put out a tweet, uh, well, obviously yeah, harkening back Owens. to the days of Kevin Owens. Yes, yes, I did see that, and now the whole world speculated that you know this could this could just be Chris Jericho 
Oh, Jericho's know, just trolling people just for the fun of it because Jericho yeah. likes to stir up. Exactly. And if you get stirring up that he's going back to WWE, he's getting a lot of attention. Oh, yeah. Which obviously, they won. Um, but obviously, if they want to know what Jericho is doing, to, you know, on screen, they have to then tune into AEW, which gives AEW more viewers to see if Jericho is like doing anything over there that could potentially spell his leaving for WWE. But I don't think he's going back again. No. Jericho won't go back to WWE. If, if Jericho was to go back to WWE, he would be doing nothing because McMahon would first point out his age. Yeah. He would be a, a part-time if that, like Goldberg, he would be a part-time. Kind of like the Legends contract, then, wouldn't it? Yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't wrestle as much. And if you did see him, it'd be probably mostly like little comedy skits backstage. Um, it wouldn't be using... Wouldn't be wrestling much. And if it was wrestling, it'd be a, the one-off thing with Kevin Owens that he was teasing. Oh yeah, it wouldn't. He wouldn't even have a mania. They would put that on no. something like a. Fucking Saudi show or, or something like that, or yeah, or SmackDown or Raw. It wouldn't be a Mania show. No, so. and then um, and like you said, with AEW, he could go backstage because he's you know got the creative mind. He does commentary, which he could always jump to if you know when he retires in the ring. Oh yeah, he's, he's great. Com- he's got great chops for comedy uh, for the commentary. Yeah, so there's um, more um, opportunities in AEW for Jericho to stay. Yeah. Uh, so look, let's quickly skim through some other news. What and just so you're aware, um, yep. I was right with uh, when I with the Royal Rumble predictions. I know Dolph Ziggler and Natalia didn't win, I know that, but I turned around and if I remember correctly, I said after that, Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rossi would win. Uh, you probably were right, I have to go back and listen to it, but we're. we're... But say you're probably right for now. Obviously, I definitely said Ronda Rousey. I definitely said Ronda Rousey was going to turn up because we spoke about it before. Um, yeah, so I think we both said that Ronda would be Ronda Rousey would make an appearance. And obviously, because I had heard that Brock was going to lose the title to Bobby Lashley and then win the Royal Rumble to end up facing Roman Reigns, which also yeah. was, which also was predicted. I do believe. Uh, let's see what's jumping out to me. The only other news that's jumping out to me is Stone Cold Steve Austin ring ring return at WrestleMania appears to be really happening. And if we go down to the following bit of news that's following from that, uh, WWE is trying to book Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens for Mania in Dallas. I seen something. A while ago about Stone Cold, but I haven't seen anything recently. Uh, also, here yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin had a wrestling ring built in his home last August. And the only other thing that's going on was uh, regarding Jeff Hardy. Yeah, um, I heard this about Jeff Hardy. Well, somebody could, well, he's supposedly meant to be turning up at AEW Revolution. Apparently, because that's what the day his contract would finish, as in, you know, 90 day, not complete cause. Um, <clears throat> but apparently, he took a test, a, a drugs test, and went to WWE to say, you know, about showing. No, WWE said to Jeff, "Do you want to see your results or mm. thingy?" But he said no. And apparently, according to Matt Hardy, 
the reason why he said no was because he knew he wasn't on drugs. Yeah, I, another thing I heard with WWE as well was that they tried to keep him around by offering him a Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, and he said, well, if you're offering me the Hall of Fame, then is it going to be as me or is it going to be the Hardy Boys? And they, they pointed out to him that they, they couldn't induct Matt Hardy because where he was or where yeah, he yeah, is. And uh, the Hardy Boys now have got dates booked for after March the 5th or whenever Revolutions is anyway. Um the Hardy boys have both got dates booked, so I don't think Matt Hardy's going to be... I think he's obviously still contracted to AEW, but he's going to be wrestling other places with Jeff. And then I think maybe Jeff will probably show up in AEW. Yeah. I don't think he's going back, so... But while we're on news, um, WWE are obviously concerned about 2.0 NXT crap shit um, because... You know, we were just talking about AJ Styles was down there. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler showed up this week. So, you know, the Dolph Ziggler that does nothing on Raw or SmackDown, wherever he is, because he's with Bobby Roode, does nothing, turned upon SmackDown, uh, no, NXT, sorry, and then turned around and said, I know that um, 99.9% of the matches I always lose, but if you look at the accolades I've won, I've done a lot, and apparently he's now down there challenging for the NXT title. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't I don't think he's doing it this one because Braun Breaker's fa- facing somebody else, but Ziggler is going to be going after the NXT title by the looks of the storyline. And I'm thinking, so you, you had AJ down there that didn't raise too many eyebrows and not many more viewers tuned in. Hmm. And now you're putting Ziggler down there, which I don't, you know, to me, I don't mind Dolph Ziggler. I've always liked him, but not, you know, he's not a big draw anymore in anything. No, no, he's not a big draw, but it, it's sort of uh, going backwards in the sense that obviously he's been uh, an Intercontinental Champion, United States Champion, Tag World team, Heavyweight Champion. Uh, Tag Team Champion, World Heavyweight Champion. I think he's World Heavyweight Champion twice, or was it just the once? Twice. Twice. Okay, so obviously he's 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 done a lot uh, on the main roster, and now he's going down to that's the uh, character thing though. He's done all these other titles. The one he never won was NXT. But if I'm correct, I don't think he ever was in NXT. No, he he was never in NXT. He made his uh, debut as part of the Spirit Squad. Um, yes. And that and was, the Spirit that was before NXT off. was even uh, a concept. Yeah. And then uh, obviously after the Spirit Squad, he went away, did some training, and came back as Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, so obviously you know he would have he would have came from uh, uh, Florida Championship Wrestling or OVW mm-hmm. at the time. Um, debuted the Spirit Squad, and went probably went back to Florida Florida Championship oh, Wrestling yeah. or OVW, and, and then come back. Yeah. So NXT mm-hmm. wasn't a thing uh, until two thousand and fucking ten or eleven. That. Yeah, it wasn't major, but although they had that crappy talent show first, didn't they? Uh, they yeah, made, so it was more like, yeah, it, it, it wasn't great, but for well, it's it's going... made with what it is part of what it was yeah. before Vince and Bruce Pritchard decided to change it to what it is. But I think for Dolph Ziggler to go down there, it's, it's, it's a bit of a backward step. You know, you're a main well, roster talent going down to 
a, a third tier show. Well, if you think about it, AJ Styles went down to there because he wasn't wrestling on the main show, and Dolph Ziggler only fights in tag team matches, and we know Vince McMahon doesn't like tag teams. Mm-hmm. So, in the scheme of things, I don't think it's going to raise many eyebrows, but for the you know for, for Dolph Ziggler, it's probably something better than being on the main roster where you just use as a filler to lose to everybody else. Uh, true. Well, we'll have to see how it pans out. Obviously, if Dolph Ziggler does do the, you know, the impossible by becoming an NXT champion, he, I don't think he will. But that's what basically the the promo was when he came out. Is he's he wants the NXT, the, yeah, the NXT title because it's about he hasn't won. So I think he'll be in this little feud with maybe Braun Breaker for like up until a main event type thing, you know, where they do their shitty little shows, um, like NXT does the Great American Bash or does Halloween Havoc. Or yeah. Like well, the, the, one, the one thing I will say is how many, you know, wrestlers, obviously that's come from NXT, that's now on the main roster, how many times do they reference the fact that they're either a former NXT North American champion or a tag champion or a heavyweight champion? Very rarely. rarely. First come up. It's very rarely is it that it ever comes up. Maybe the first six months that they're up in NXT in on Raw or SmackDown, but then you look at the talent pool of Raw or SmackDown, and not many of them came through NXT anyway. So, mm. but uh, yeah, time will tell. We'll see how uh, Dolph Ziggler gets on in uh, NXT, and if he has a, if he feels like he's having a better run down there, then you know, fair play, more to it. Yeah, pretty much. Like I said, yeah. I don't think he's going to win the title, but. You never know. You this never know. Really... You never know. Right, so we've skimmed over some of the news. Obviously, the next episode... Uh, what are we doing for the next episode? Is it, are we doing the news or are we doing the... Uh, no, that was right. We were going to talk about the rest of that became professional at the age of 30 or over. That was the thing that we were going to be looking at, wasn't it? That was the next for the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, wrestlers who were 30... Or something. Wrestlers who became famous when they were thirty, yeah, over thirty. So that's going to be for the next episode, and then I think after that we will probably get back to the news because hopefully something more interesting has probably happened by then. Um, so well, what, what we'll do is we'll play it by ear on how what's going on. Obviously, we'll always skim over the news oh, unless yeah, something really interesting it. is going on. And if nothing interesting is going on, then we'll do more things like questions or you know best intercontinental champions worst european champions whatever it is yeah that's not, it doesn't sound like a, a bad plan so obviously uh like i said the wrestling news can dwindle down very to like there's nothing going on apart from what's going on on the shows and sometimes like this is it's around this time that obviously wwe are building for wrestlemania so speculations start coming out as well about who's going to appear at WrestleMania, like Stone Cold Steve apparently. Yeah, I think probably around about what we're in, uh, we're in uh, February. So I think around about March is probably when you're going to start seeing a lot of that big hype, big speculation for Mania. What um, I'm, what I'm thinking is like WrestleMania is April time. Yeah, and normally after WrestleMania, WWE has a clear out of talent. Yes, they do. Is that going to happen this year? It probably will do. 
because they've hardly got anybody as it is. <sighs> unless they, unless it's NXT UK that gets the chopping board next. I think that might be the next thing that would probably go because come on, how, how much do you hear about NXT UK? I hear nothing. Or when Gunther looked better known by Walter. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I hear very little or literally next to nothing about NXT UK. You know, for a while, I didn't even know NXT UK even existed until someone pointed out to me, yeah, they got that uh, P. Dunn, he's the NXT UK champion. And I was like, what? Wait a minute. What? When, when, yeah, when did this happen? And obviously they made a big, a big thing out of it. You know, the whole tournament in Blackpool and things like that. And But since then, I have not heard anything about NXT UK. On TV every week. Well, on Sky or Virgin, it's on there every week. It's a load of crap. Although, I did watch an episode of it and there was a woman wrestler from Coventry. Oh! Don't ask me her name because I can't remember it. But she won the match as well. Well, she's uh, won the match, but I don't think she won a contract. It's the story of Coventry, people. We're, we're good at winning sometimes, but fuck, we lose a lot. Yeah. Right, you're going to find out just how crap I am at wrestling now with these questions, I can guarantee it. Okay, so you're going to go fire with your first turn, aren't you? I'll do my first five. Okay, you do your first five. And then you do five, I'll do five, you do five. Okay. And just let you know. We've got to keep track then, track, track of who's got my map right. Oh, I've got a little thing here, a chart of how many you'll get right and then how many I get right. But if you've got anything about New Japan Pro Wrestling, the chances are I ain't get the question right. Well, you're lucky that I haven't. I, I was thinking about putting some New Japan questions on there and then I thought, wow, no, that'd just be unfair to you. You won't get a single one. Yep, that would be right. <laughs> uh, but I think I've made it a little bit more harder because I've gone further back as well. Um, no, but we'll see, we'll see how you get on anyway. Actually, let's do one by one then. Oh, you want to do one do, by one? I'll do one, you do one. We'll go like that. Okay, so you're going to do your one and I'll do my one. Okay. Yeah. At this uh, point, time, first... folks, I wish I had some music to play in the background, some dramatic game show music. If I had that in post, yeah, you'll, you'll probably hear that. But at the minute, we hear nothing. nothing. Absolute silence. Absolute I'm even, silence. I'm even surprised the dogs haven't barked or anything yet. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised. Oh, the dogs getting on. Oh, yeah, they're really bad. They're lying down next to me. So, That's good. Uh, but, yeah, they haven't. Uh, I'm surprised they haven't made a noise. Um, but, yeah, so my first one is, what match headlined WrestleMania 23? WrestleMania 23. Yeah, I think... Uh... <laughs> 21, I'll just, just try and think of a head now. So, obviously, the main event for 20 was a triple threat. Um, 21 was, uh, I think I was Batista on Triple H. 22, so 23. Uh, 23, that would have been what, 2007? Oh, I have no idea. 2007, wait a minute. Uh, WrestleMania 20 was in 2004. 21 was in 
Because I know Undertaker won the. I know, and I'm sure Undertaker won the Royal Rumble. Undertaker won the Royal Rumble that year, so I'd imagine it would be Undertaker in the main event. But who did he face? Was it Edge? No. Because the right answer is John Cena versus Shawn Michaels. Ah. Oh. When you said Undertaker, I was like, "Fucking, he ain't getting this one." <laughs> I just assumed he would have been Undertaker because obviously he won the Royal Rumble that year. Um, and obviously he would have gone to face. Who did he face at WrestleMania? That, that WrestleMania. I'm sure it must have been Edge. It was, probably was Edge, but I think it, it was like the match before or the match before that because obviously SmackDown never really headlined WrestleMania uh, Raw. Well, it just goes to show how much the uh, John Cena and Shawn Michaels match had an impact on my memory if I couldn't even fucking remember it. The first thing, how I got this question was WrestleMania 23 came straight into my head. Like, I don't know why. I didn't even know what the match was. I had to check it up, obviously. But WrestleMania 23, I thought, nah, why not? Just go for WrestleMania 23. <laughs> uh, okay, because that was your first question. Uh, so my first question is, on the 26th of April, 1976... Bruno Sammartino received a broken neck from being slammed. Who slammed him? I don't know, but I'm just going to give a name of Buddy Rogers. Why not? No, it was actually uh, Stan Hansen. Very young Stan Hansen. They uh, had a match. Uh, Stan Hansen clotheslined him. And Stan Hansen normally does this uh, spot where he normally bounces the opponent off the ropes or they charge him. And he sort of, as they charge momentum, he slams them. Uh, well, picks up, scoops and slams them. But um, with Bruno Sammartino, it sort of went a bit wrong and uh, obviously broke Sammartino's neck. Huh. Yeah. Well, he learns from every day. So do I. Fucking John Cena and Fucking Sean Michaels at WrestleMania 23. Right. Number two then is what wrestler held the European belt the longest? And when I when I elaborate on this, is obviously all their reigns together, who held it the longest with all reigns put together? <clears throat> There's not that many people that's held the European title. Yeah, but a lot of people held it on multiple occasions. Yeah. But I'm thinking the longest run, it's either going to be down to Davey Boy or, or Shawn Michaels. Don't forget William Regal. Oh, yeah, shit, William Regal had the belt as well, yeah. Um, but if I'm thinking most, re- like, combined most reigns, uh, you know, I'm just going to say British Bulldog. Well done. Yeah. Because I'm thinking he was the first inaugural champion. He must have held that belt for a long time before losing it. And the first person he lost it to was Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels wasn't that far behind, or William Regal wasn't that far behind. Yeah. Well, I did check combined reigns and stuff. Oh. He held it by like I can't remember really, but yeah, I, I thought that might. I thought being the European would be. The question because we spoke about intercontinentals the other day. Yeah, and I did pretty well on the intercontinental. I'm surprised I did pretty well on the European. So far, I'm one and oh, one and oh. <laughs> I'm on the street, so I couldn't take her. Um, 
Okay, so that was your second question. My second question is, at WCW Slambury 1998, Dean Malenko dressed as which mass superstar to win a shot against Cruiserweight champion Chris Jericho? Oh. oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a big thing because they, they make it a, a, a big deal this every time. Yeah, um, I've got two names running through my head, but I don't really know if it's any of them. So what's the, what's, two... what's the two names? Let's just hear the two names going through your head. Juventus Guerrero. Yeah. And Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, sorry. But I know that, obviously... They're both high flyers, and Malinka was never a high flyer. Mm. That would have looked really weird being dressed up as these guys are not doing a high flyer move. Uh, who else was in WCW Cruiserweights? You had Psychosis as well. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I'm going to throw you a bone on this one because I feel kind of bad for, I feel kind of bad for you. I'm going to throw you a bit of a bone on this one. I'm going to give you five people that he could have dressed up as. Okay. Go on. So you got Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Who two Guerrero? That's who I said. Yeah. Cyclope. Who? Cyclope. Yeah. Uh, uh, Parker. And then the last one, we will say psychosis. I'm going to take psychosis out. Yep. I'm going to take the Parker out. Okay. Because you were humming and ahhing about them. So that leaves you three. Sigma mm-hmm. play Hoover 2 Carrera and Rey Mysterio. Fuck it, Rey Mysterio. You're wrong. It was Cyclope. I was thinking about it and I was like, no, I was like, when you said it to me, it was like, nah, it's not going to be him. You're probably it- thinking, who the fuck Cyclope? You're probably thinking some fucking Mexican guacamole dish. I was just thinking of how he could I've seen the match. I know I have. And I don't... Yeah, but... so it was a, a Cruiserweight Battle Royal and it came down to Cyclope and Hoover 2 Guerrero. Hoover 2 Guerrero shook hands with Cyclope and then eliminate, eliminated it himself. Yeah. Um, and then it was revealed afterwards that Cyclope was Dean Malenko because Dean Malenko... Um, couldn't have a shot at Chris Jericho. Couldn't have a shot at Chris Jericho at the time, so this was his way of doing it. Uh, he, won, he won the match... Obviously, he won the belt, but then was stripped of it because, obviously, of who he was portraying at the time. Yeah. Uh, but Cyclope wasn't actually a he was an actual WCW wrestler. He's also known as Damien Six 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 in other parts of territories. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Uh, so, so your question two was: Do you appear? I got that one right. You got this one wrong. So I've got it down that you you've got one right. I've got none so far. Yeah. So you, uh, <laughs> your your question three. There's going to be a theme on my. <laughs> There's one. going to be a theme here running that you're not going to get any right. Well, you know, like you're at least one right or two. Where, right. where Undertaker had that streak of wins, I'll probably have this streak of ten questions with not a right answer. But anyway, uh, what is the name of 
Finn Balor's entrance music. I, I didn't even know. Uh, okay. Um, they all have names or something. Oh, yeah, I know they all have names, but <laughs> fucking dumb. It's, it's not like years ago where I remember, oh, yeah, Real American is Real American. I'm a warrior is called Unstoppable. Um, you know, match your man's is uh, pomp and circumstances. And that's what I'm saying. Obviously, even today they have like Triple H, King of Kings, or yeah, I know, yeah. So obviously, Finn Balor's. Ah, uh, uh, Finn Balor's. I'm just gonna. Is it something to do with Prince? Something? No. No. Ah, oh, fuck. I, 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 I wouldn't hazard a clue what it would be. So indulge me. What, what is it? Catch your breath. Catch your breath. Obviously, you need to catch your breath after the coup de grace, right? Well, he doesn't fucking win with it nowadays, but okay. He changed, yeah, he has changed recently. But, but yeah, it's called Catch Your Breath. I knew I wanted to put a theme music one in there, and Finn Balor's was the only one I could do. Catch Your Breath. What a you know, name. You've learned something new today. Oh, I do, yes. I've learned something new. <laughs> something meaning meaningless. But I've learned it. Yeah, it depends uh, on who you're talking to. Oh yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Um, but it's not something you know of all great wrestling knowledge. Oh yeah, you know, Finn Balor's music uh, theme music called "Catch Your Breath." Yeah, you uh, might you might do a wrestling quiz one day. Well, that's what we're doing right now. But it's not my fucking quiz, not my list. <laughs> But okay, benefit that. Okay, I didn't get that one. That was your third question, wasn't it? Yep. All right, here's for my third question. Now, folks, this is a proper wrestling question, not whose theme music is named after what part of the anatomy or what you do, what you eat, what you breathe. Um, my third one is who are the original three triple crown champions in WWF? And so if you hear the phone going off, it's because I've got all these notifications going on. <laughs> Charlotte just tried. Yeah, my phone's so been dinging. Crowns, WWF, WWE. Yeah. So the three original Triple Crown champions in WWF and WWE. Hmm. Uh, you might get two of them. You might get one of them, I guess. Well, I'm hoping you at least get fucking one of them. Um, Shawn Michaels one of them. Shawn Michaels is one of them, but he was after the other two. That's Shawn Michaels was one. So Shawn Michaels was the fourth. Oh, fourth. Yeah, fourth triple crown champion. Triple crown. Do you know? I was watching something called this not long ago. I, I will give you a hint. One of Shawn Michaels' best buddies became a Triple Crown champion before he did. Well, it won't be Razor Ramon because he never won the actual main title. Nope. Um, Diesel never won the Intercontinental. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did, didn't he? He was an, an Intercontinental champion. 
champion and WWE champion. So Diesel's one of them then? Diesel is one of them. Diesel was the third triple crown champion. So then obviously, and the, and the, uh, the other two before him? Uh, the what? other one is before him. So the next triple crown champion got that status in 1992. And the First triple crown champion got that status in about 1980. Okay. So Diesel was one of them. Yeah, Diesel was the third. So you need second and first. Um, and two of them we talked about when we were talking about the Intercontinental Championship. That's a lot of them. Yeah, but one of them came really, really early in the. Uh, when we were discussing about the Intercontinental Championship, uh, one of the early holders of the belt, and then obviously the other holder of the belt, we were talking about how he's held it, how he's uh, lost it at a certain SummerSlam show, also won it at a certain WrestleMania show. Is Bret Hart one of them? Yes, he is. He's number two. Uh, became a Triple Crown champion in 1992 after winning the WWF Championship from Ric Flair. So Bret Hart and Diesel. And yeah, so you've got the second and third, you just need the first one. If you get this, fuck me, I'll be surprised and I will jump for joy for you. <laughs> you say it's 1980, around 1980. Around 1980. Uh, but say, yeah, but Nineteen eighty. Um, let me double check with my notes. Correlate with that, but I'm sure it is uh, nineteen eighty. Uh, uh, yeah, so December eighth, nineteen eighty. This person became a triple crown champion. So he won the WF championship in on February eighth, nineteen seventy one. Became a yeah. team champion on August 9th, 1980. And then became the Intercontinental champion on December 8th, 1980. And again, like I said, this is a, a very early holder of, holder of the uh, Intercontinental Championship. So just, just think of the first quarter period that were the Intercontinental champion. That was the sorry. What was that? That was the. Just think of the the first couple of people that were the Intercontinental Champion. So who were the like? Obviously, everyone knows Pat Patterson was the first, but then just think after that, who was Intercontinental Champion? Oh, I think we lost him. You still there? I'm still here. Oh, I thought I lost you. No, no, no. I was just sitting here thinking about... Oh, you're sitting there quietly. Just thinking. The one uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure with... at some point you wasn't looking it up on your phone or on the computer. My, my laptop's not even on. Okay. And my phone is sitting here and I've got a pen in my hand twiddling the lid. Oh, okay, to... okay. I, I thought you no, might have just gone quiet no. just like secretly looking it up. 
No, when it comes to questions and stuff, I won't look them up. Um, I'm just going to take a pun because I can't think of anything, but it, I'm pretty sure it's not. But I'm going to go with Macho Man Randy Savage. No, it was Pedro, Mala- Pedro Morales. Who's the Ken guy that won the freaking Intercontinental? Ken Petra, was it, or something like that? Ken Patera. I had him in my head. I had Pedro Morales in my head. I had Macho Man. Yeah, Macho Man didn't become an Intercontinental Champion until around about late 86. He became champion. He was in my head, but for some reason... I don't remember talking much about him, but I do remember talking about Macho Man. And that's what swayed me. I should have stuck with what I was thinking. In the first yeah, time. so the, you, you got you got two right. Obviously, I've had to I've sort of like throw your bone on those. But yeah, Pedro Morales was the first in 1980. Bret Hart in 1982. And then Diesel, I believe, in uh, 93. Mm-hmm. 93, 94. Uh, Shawn Michaels wasn't until 96. Ah, fair enough. Well, if you want, if you wanted to know now, there's been loads of yeah. Go on, then your um the fourth question. Yep. Is at Survivor Series 2014. Yep. Who was the last man standing in the men's Survivor Series match? 2014 in the men's Survivor Series match, last man standing. Yes. Uh, well, no, like would... you know the Survivor Series match. Yeah. The elimination match. Who was the last man in the match? Was it John Cena? No. Oh. Wrong. Who was it? I do believe on that year he was in John Cena's team. But the last man standing in 2014 was Dolph Ziggler. Ah. I just always might assume it would have been John Cena. Everyone would have assumed it was going to yeah, be John Cena. Yeah, Super Cena. <laughs> but oh, no, um, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was Dolph Ziggler. I think he was on John Cena's team, though. Was that the one where they faced against the Nexus, or was that the year before, or year after? Who knows? I can't. I know the Nexus came in at some point. Yeah. They they, that's, why, that's why I pictured in my head was John Cena was like the last remaining surviving member, and took no. out two or three members of the Nexus by himself. No, um, I think it, like I said, I think Cena was in the match, but I think he got eliminated. I think this is where. Ziggler was getting a bit of a push. Okay. So, uh, right. So, so far, I've still won to know. Um, we're starting to see a pattern here, a recurring theme. Um, in 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 two thousand and seven, Undertaker won the Royal Rumble. Who did he eliminate to win? Two thousand and seven Royal Rumble. Yeah. So this would have been WrestleMania 23. This is what I thought because obviously I said I know Undertaker won the Royal Rumble. Um, and he would mm-hmm. have gone on to be in the main event. Obviously, probably in the the match previously. But who did he eliminate to win the Royal Rumble? And seven. Yeah. There wasn't going to be any like big like thingies. So 2007. I will. Randy Orton. No, it was HBK. 
fuck again in my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, because uh, if I remember rightly, HBK went for a super kick. Uh, and say it was by ropes, he sort of ducked it and then dumped him out. I was going to say because Shawn Michaels being in the other main event, and that's what but he was in my head, and then it was like I had Shawn Michaels, Batista, and Randy Orton. Yeah. It was like, it, you know, other people popped in like Lesnar and Goldberg, but I thought, no, they won't be in the Royal Rumble. Ah, fuck it up. <laughs> Especially when they're in your head. <laughs> I think what it is, you doubt yourself. I think you know who it is, and then for some bizarre reason, you just change. So, yeah, like, him, it's someone else. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're still one to know again, recurring theme here. Yeah, um, still going to carry on. <laughs> yeah, still carry on, but you, you know, we're halfway through, so you've got some time to maybe redeem yourself. Uh, um, you should get this one. Okay. Yeah. You, might, you might get the next two. Well, hopefully. Um, who was the youngest women to win the Divas Championship? The youngest woman? To win the Divas Championship. I'm I'm thinking it's Paige. You would be right to think it's Paige. Oh, hey. I was hoping you'd talk yourself out of that one and think she won the women's championship, not the Divas championship. No, because I know she won Divas because she beat AJ Lee for it. On her first night on Yeah, Raw. on her first night on Raw, yeah. Yeah, I remember but If you watch the uh, fight with my family, um, she beat, I think she beat fucking Selena Vega. Mm-hmm. Because... With AJ Lee not being WWE yeah. user. Well, that's very good. 2-0, yes. Okay. It would be 2-1 if I remembered Shawn Michaels. Well, yeah, yeah, it would have been, yeah, if you remember Shawn Michaels. If one percent I was just, because obviously when you brought up the whole WrestleMania 23 and then I said about, oh yeah, and Saker won the Royal Rumble, and then you brought up about Shawn Michaels and John Cena, so then I thought, well, Fuck that, because that's going to correlate with my question of who did Undertaker <laughs> eliminate. And I'm thinking, you know, you're in your head, you're probably going to go, Oh, yeah, it's Shawn Michaels. My brain has gone blank. It's like I think of the right person and then I talk myself out of it. And then when I think it's that person, so like you'll ask the question, I'll be adamant it's somebody and I'll still get it wrong because it'll, I'll think of someone else. Always <laughs> <laughs> it always happens, isn't it? Next time, make uh, new questions for me. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try and make them a lot more simpler. <laughs> like, what happened on last week's Raw? You probably know. I ain't got a fucking clue. I, I would not even remember that. No, neither would I, to be honest. Um, so, okay, number five. So, September 1st, 1979, the Intercontinental Championship was born. What two titles were unified in the fictional Rio tournament? And I'll give you a, I'll give you a bonus point if you can tell me when one of the titles was abandoned, deactivated. Oh. You just got to give me the year on that. That's it. But you got to give me the name of the two bouts that were unified to become the uh, Intercontinental. Again, we talked about this in the Intercontinental, and obviously, then the bonus point I would give you if you can give me the year the other bout was disbanded. Ugh. <sighs> Oh, fucking hell. And again, we've talked about these two bouts because... We, we did. Talked, we, spoke yeah, about we, talk, we talked, yeah. We talked about it. 
<laughs> That's why I thought I'd throw this question in here because I thought, oh, yeah, he will remember. Oh, obviously not. No. <laughs> I can't even think of any of the vowels, let alone the year it was this, the other vowel was disbanded. The, the bout was disbanded in 1981. There we go. Take a pun. You know what? You Your pun paid off. So you got a point on that one. It was 1981. Oh, what a guess. Yeah, that, that was a, a lucky guess. Well, it was either that or you had Google in front of you, but we'll just say a lucky guess. No, I could um, honestly, Fingy, I've not got <laughs> anything cool. Um, that was actually a good guess. That was very good. I was going to say 1980. Yeah. But I thought... <laughs> Nah, can't You'd be, be nice. smart and add an extra year on top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So nineteen eighty one. So you got a bonus point for that. So we're we're one, we're uh, two one at the minute. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, the opportunity um, to make it two two. Yeah, duh, I can't fucking think of the battles, mate. Really can't think of them. Well, I, I I will give you a clue. I'll give you the clue to one of them. Uh, NXT brought back one of the belts. North American. Yeah, and what would be the other belt that would be unified with that to make the Intercontinental? I don't know. I I don't know, but I've got something in my head that's saying it's an international belt or something. So what what's your answer going to be? I'll go with the North American and international. Just and that's your. Uh, that's your my final answer. answer. Your final answer. Yeah. Okay, this is where I wish we had some dramatic news right now, but again, I'll try and add that in post. Um, so, you, yes, you're right on the North American Championship. Uh, the other bout, it was a fictional championship, the South American Championship. So, North and South became the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah. yeah, but, uh, yeah, you're right with the year 1981. It was abandoned. Uh, obviously, Pat Patterson was still the North American Champion, but also the Intercontinental Champion. And then uh, it in 1981. Uh, and then in 19, I think 1980, he lost it in a house show uh, in Japan. And then the bout was just obviously you do disbanded. yeah, disbanded in Japan. So the last order was obviously it was a Japanese restaurant at the time. Well, well obviously it's two one because I've obviously I like I said I got that question, but yeah, I was never going to get the South uh, South American. It just really. Yeah. Not too many. So with two one, you've still got time to pull it back. Well, you probably know this one as well. Um, what country was Kane born in? What country Kane? What country was Kane born in? Yes. Well, I, I think United States. Wrong. I thought you knew this one because I did. He was born in Spain. Oh fuck you, you, you cheat bastard! Oh uh, fucking Glenn Jacobs was born in Spain, yeah. <laughs> who plays who plays Kane? Yeah, but you said fucking Kane. I'm thinking Kane's gonna be American because his brother the Undertaker. I'm yeah, trying to get I'm fucking not... kayfabe here, and you yeah. could have just gone well where Glenn Jacobs was born. <laughs> he played Kane. Glenn Jacobs played Kane. I was just yeah, I just I said Kane because when I was looking through it, God. obviously. Normally, I I would expect you when we're talking about a, a wrestler. I would expect you to talk about 
The wrestling I was thing, thinking no. the fucking gimmick, not the actual wrestler, <laughs> not the person behind. I was thinking, oh, fucking Kane. Oh, okay, this is going to be a miracle because it's Undertaker's brother, uh, Paul Bear is an illegitimate son. <laughs> Fuck no, it was fucking Glenn Jacobs. If you said Glenn Jacobs, yeah, I would have said Spain. I'm thinking fucking Kane, Fucking Kane's born in America. <laughs> Fuck. All right, I fucking I lost that on that one then. Oh, Alan. <laughs> oh, shit. Cheap get. Hey, that was a cheap move. That was cheap. Uh, All right. Anyway, we're still two one anyway, so I'm 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 happy with that. Uh, Right. So getting over that one. My my number six. Uh, Seriously, there's going to be people now going to be laughing at me when they hear this. Again, take pity on me, people. Take pity on me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> number six. In WCW, Lex Luger and Buff Bagwell became a tag team. What was their tag team name? Totally Buff. Motherfucker. I knew you were going to get that one. So, yeah, 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, it was totally <laughs> Buff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> I, bet, I better start getting some more correct here. Right, okay. Who did Dolph Ziggler cash his money in the bank contract on? Is it Alberto Del Rio? It was, well done. What a guess. Yeah. What, what a guess. Alberto just had a match against somebody and then Ziggler came out and although it wasn't um, like a cash in like most of them do, where they run down, beat, you know, do their finishing yeah. moves and stuff. He actually did the zigzag, and Alberto kicked out. But by the end of it, Ziggler cashed in, obviously won it. So, yeah, I, 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 I'm thinking it might be against uh, Christian because I know obviously Edge um, had a match against Alberto Del Rio, retained the belt of Rainier, and then. Um, you know, well, this was, the, well, this was when um, they were on SmackDown because it was a big goal bout, or was that Raw? Uh, no, it was on SmackDown. So, obviously, Edge was the champion. He then came out, and obviously, he retired from wrestling. Uh, a tournament was how Christian became the champion because I know Christian was on SmackDown. And then Christian then lost the belt to Alberto Del Rio. So, that's what I'm thinking. He would have had a match against Christian, but then Dolph Ziggler won it. That's in that's in my mind. I might be I know wrong. Ziggler cashed in the briefcase on Alberto anyway. Yeah. But... I might be wrong. That's the timeline I'm going for. I might be wrong, but so I might <laughs> no, be right. no, you got the question right anyway. It was yeah, Alberto. Yeah. Uh so that was number seven. My number seven is so we're at uh what we now three two, ain't we? Yeah. Yeah, three two. Um because obviously you've got the, the bonus question right. And you got the totally buff one right. Okay, so my question seven: uh, Rey Mysterio lost his mask against which wrestler at WCW Uncensored, nineteen ninety nine? Kevin Nash. Yes, it is Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Three apiece. I knew that one. <laughs> Three apiece. Um. So the next one then. 
I, I, I hope I get you with the last three fucking questions. I hope I really do get you on them. I'm hoping I you get probably, you on them. You, you probably will. Uh, they're not hard. They're not the harder ones. Were back up at the top, but um, who won the first Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal? Oh, the first one that would have been. Um... I want to say Cesaro. It is Cesaro. Yeah. Because I know Big Show finally did win it, but he wasn't the first one to win it. No, Cesaro was the first. I think, wasn't Big Show like the third to win it? I don't know, but I know with Cesaro, it was meant to be a big thing that, you know, nothing come of it. But... Yeah, did Baron Corbin win it at one point? Yes, I think he did. Yeah. So I know, I'm sure Big Show might have been the third recipient of the bat, of the of third or second or third. Corbin I, think won it the after, I think Corbin won it after Big Show. So, so he, Big Show would have been the second. Must have been, and then, well, the, probably the more, but there were three. There must have been more than three. But yeah, Cesaro was the first. Okay, so we're we're we're, we're I'm four three at the minute. Yeah, four three. Okay, so uh, my question uh, number eight. Name three former AWA world champions. Name three former NWA or AWA. AWA, American Wrestling Association. So Kearney. any, any, yeah, Kearney's one, yeah. Um, Scott Hall. No. Do you know what? I think something the other day. Or the other month, and Kurt Henning was on that list. That's why I give a, a that his name. You got Kurt Henning right. Yeah, you, you never got anyone. Right. Kurt Henning was the champion just before we, before he left to uh, WWE, back to WWE. He yeah. was in WWE in the early eighties, but then he obviously came back again. Yeah, um, was Larry Zabisco one? Larry Zabisco was one. Yeah, he was my other. He was my other guest. <laughs> So you, you got two right, the third one. You, yeah, you, Scott Hall wasn't uh, an AWA uh, world champion. I, I think he might have been a tag champion, um, but he wasn't a world champion. You could have you got obviously got Larry Zabisco. You you got Kurt Henning. You could have gone with Vern Gagne, uh, Nick Bockwinkel, uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan popped into my head. Again, yeah, he, he was a, even though he got stripped of the title, he was a champion for six days. Um, but yeah, there's some of the people uh, you could have gone for uh, Rick Martel. There you go, that was another uh, AWA champion. So, uh, there's, there's a couple, but I'm, I'm surprised you got two. You actually got you've done really well. You obviously got uh, Kurt Henning and you got Larry Zabisco. Larry Zabisco, I was very surprised you got Larry Zabisco because Larry Zabisco was like the last AWA champion. I knew something here that he was. I heard something about him being AWA champion. I didn't know when it was, and like I said, I seen something to do with Kurt Henning as well. So yeah, uh, Larry Zabisco was the remember the last AWA champion. He was stripped of it because he didn't want to defend the belt in Japan, like do a tour of Japan. Uh, uh, he recently signed for WCW, so obviously he didn't want to do the tour, uh, and he was stripped of it. And then the belt just became defunct because obviously. Uh, AWA closed their doors in 1990. Huh? Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, uh, so two more left. 
Yeah, two more. Uh, you're number nine. Uh, which is, what is Adam Cole's real name? Well, I, I, I would assume that the Adam bit is correct. Okay, so what do you think his last name is? I, I, I don't think it's Cole, because... Uh, oh, I, you know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know what his last name would be. Okay. Well, Adam's not even his first name. No, it's not. Nope. It's Austin Jenkins. Oh, there you go. You learn something new every day. It's kind of weird though, because in, in we live in a day and age now where obviously, um. You know, wrestlers try and use their their real names or the, a, a variation of their real name um, mm. because it's sort of become like the, the, the standard now. Yeah, um, they, they do something like Kevin Owens is really Kevin Steen. Steen, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've got AJ Styles is, is really Alan Jones. It's Alan Keith Jones. So, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's isn't, it Alan, isn't it Christopher? Oh, no, is one of his child's named after Christopher Daniels or something? And yeah. Christopher Daniels has named one of his children after AJ Styles because the best yeah. friend. And obviously, we know Chris Jericho's real name is, is Christopher Irvine. Yeah. Uh, he's just named Jericho because obviously the Halloween album uh, was Jericho. But uh, that's what I mean. You know, a lot of wrestlers, they try and use their real name or variation of their real name. It's not like that. When they go yeah. to uh, WWE, because obviously I've read something on the Dolph Ziggler, uh, how he got it, the name. He liked the names Dolph from Dolph Lundgren, obviously. Yeah. Um, and the Ziggler came from, he asked his friends, because WWE asked you to come up with a bunch of names. Yeah, like and obviously, list. they pick one off the list, unless they've got one better for you, so to speak. So, I like, obviously, you know, abbreviations of the names. The biggest one is Stone Cold Steve Austin. His name yeah. is Steve Austin. <laughs> his name is actually Steve Austin. And <laughs> um, Bret Hart is Bret Hart, no one his own hat. Um, yeah. David Boy Smith is yeah, is David Smith. Yeah. yeah, Chris Benoit was right. Yeah. Same name. So yeah. And uh, so yeah, yeah I, I would never, I would never have got that one. Never got that. Shawn Michaels is that his real name? Uh, no, his well, his late is Michael's bit is 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 right. His, his real name is Michael Hicklebottom. Oh yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So go on, then you're number nine. Uh, so what we what we've done that means it's still what four three. Uh, yep, yeah, four three. Okay, uh, my number nine. Who are the original Legion of Doom members, or who are the original Legion of Doom? The only Legion of Doom I know is Hawk and Animal. Well, that that they're part of it. They're part of it. Yeah, how many was there? Well, we just have to guess some wrestlers. Bear in mind, this happened not in WWE. Obviously, you know, the Road Warriors very big in uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling, Jim Crockett Promotions, the AWA. Um, I, don't know if, I don't know if they went down to WCW. They might have gone down. No, I think they did go down to WCW. Yeah. It was so, there for a short period. Yeah, so this would have been the peak Warriors or just as they came in. So they would have been either in Georgia Championship Georgia Championship Wrestling or Crockett Promotion. I think it might have been in Georgia. So it was not a WWE thing, but they, they've been they've gone by the Legion of Doom way before WWE even done it. 
Yeah, I, I only know Hawk and Animal. Well, Hawk and Animal one. So uh, the original Legion of Doom is a stable uh, from Georgia Championship Wrestling around about 84. Um, it is Hawk and Animal. It's Jake the Snake Roberts, the spoiler, Don Jardine, and King Kong Bundy, and luscious Paul Ellering. Ah! I know Paul Ellering. I know all of them. Yeah. Now that you've said them. <laughs> yeah, they're the uh, original members of the Legion of Doom. Obviously, they also went by the Legion of Doom as well, Hawking Animal. Um, it wasn't just a WWE thing that they were called, to, you know, the Legion of Doom. They, they, sometimes it was flip-flop between that and different companies. Mm-hmm. It was either Road Warriors, Legion of Doom. Um, but yeah, WWE just went with the Legion of Doom because obviously they already had Armored Warrior. Kevin Von Erich, the modern day warrior. Hmm. Too many warriors. So there you go. Love something new every day. You know, next time we do a quiz, I'm brushing up on the older stuff. <laughs> You're gonna <laughs> brush it. I will I will go back even older if I have to. <laughs> Trust me, I'm gonna go back as far as wrestling <laughs> is concerned. Well, this is this is it, you know. Wrestling you know, I'm a wrestling historian. I like my older wrestling. I know you do. And obviously I like more modern day stuff, which is obviously where most of my stuff comes from. But I will I will I'm gonna brush up on my older stuff. Okay, okay. Uh, so this is now your question number ten, isn't it? Yeah. So yes. which two wrestlers of today and in the past attended WrestleMania seven? So the wrestlers are around today. So they were also around in the past. Which two of them attended WrestleMania 7? I think I know this one because uh, WrestleMania 7 was Hogan versus Warrior, wasn't it? And it was at the Toronto Silverdome. Oh, that's it. Skydome. Skydome. No, that was, was that WrestleMania 6? WrestleMania 6 was Hogan and... Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. WrestleMania 6 was Hogan and Warrior at the Toronto Skydome. So I was thinking Edge and Christian then because I was like, ah, oh, there you go. That's they were there at WrestleMania 6. Um... WrestleMania 7, so that would have been the following year, so that would have been Hogan and Slaughter. And that would have been at the uh, LA Memorial Center. It might have been... It might have been... Hogan Warrior was WrestleMania 6. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, because 5 was Hogan and Macho Man. So Mm -hmm. 7 would have been Hogan and Slaughter, and that was at the LA Memorial Center. Um, Because then 8, WrestleMania 8, was uh that was Hogan and Sid um in the semi main event. So WrestleMania uh, seven, so yeah. who would who would have been who, I'm just trying to think who would have been there. Right. I'm gonna give you it because the answer was Edge and Christian. Oh so that was right, there's WrestleMania the, six then. The rest of the um the rest of the question, which I didn't use, was in Toronto. WrestleMania 7 was in Toronto. And obviously Edge and Christian were there. Well, that's, so I'm gonna do... that's wrong so... because WrestleMania 7 was in Toronto. WrestleMania 7 was the LA fucking sports arena. Well, when I checked up on this, that apparently that was what it was um, mentioned that at WrestleMania 7 in Toronto, and obviously the answer would be Edge and Christian. The fact that you said Edge and Christian, I'm not going to let you go down a route of trying to find somebody else. 
which is made, made me think that question must be wrong because yeah, because it, it is here. WrestleMania Seven was at the Los Angeles Memorial Sports Arena. I was fucking right. So obviously, where I got this from, the the answer's right. It's just the, the WrestleMania wrong. Was wrong. Yeah, it's WrestleMania Six. So, I'll, but because you said Edge and Christian, I'll give you it. Ah, there we go. That's uh, five three. So you still got the opportunity to claw one back. Um, Trust me. My questions are going to be so hard next time. You're going to wish you never won this one. And I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to sit and watch everything of wrestling or read everything of wrestling. Just uh, that. I know. I'll mind. probably still get them right. Um, well, probably. Uh, so, number 10. Uh, WWF 1985 saw the machines make their debut. Who were they? And I'll give you a bonus point. For their real identities, the machines. Yep, I've never fucking heard of the machines. How have you not heard of the machines? Nineteen eighty-five is the year I was fucking born. Yeah, but oh, I, was, I wasn't born until eighty-eight. But I know who the fucking machines are. It's always elaborated on over the world. It's like a, a thing that's always on the hype. Uh, sometimes the hype packages or or mentioned in Hall of Fame speeches or even on the fucking WWE Network. I haven't got the WWE Network. I got rid of it. Oh, well, well you, you're missing out then. I even got it, but I still remember who the machines are. Fucking <laughs> okay, no, no. uh, right, Just have a guess anyway, and then if not, I will, I, will, I will give you a brief history of who the machines are. Machines. Um... It started off with two, so fuck it. If you can name me two, just two, and and give me their... Uh, and these were 1985, so is this WrestleMania 1985? Like the so first this one? would have been after WrestleMania 85. Would have been after that. Okay, let's just go with... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I put that wrong. It's not 85, 86. Still makes, no, still makes no use to me, but let's yeah. just go with. It's, uh, I'm sure it's 86, but I'm... I don't know why I put 85, it would have been 86. Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff, why not? Well, you, you got one of them right, you got the Roddy Piper right. So, let me just double check, but I'm sure. Uh... Yeah, I don't get why I put 85, it was 86. Uh, so, 86, so what happened was... Um, WrestleMania 2 came about. Well, yeah, when I WrestleMania 2 came about. <laughs> but Paul... Uh, not Roddy Piper? No, uh, I'm fucking, my brain's melted right about now. Uh, Bobby Heenan ah, obviously oh. had uh, King Kong Bundy and Big John Studd. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in this stable, uh, in the Heenan family, as we know. So he, he challenged uh, Andre the Giant to a tag match. He would have to find a partner. Obviously, Andre the Giant didn't show up. Uh, I think it was placed, replaced by someone else. Um, who was it replaced by? Was it, was it Tom Arsini? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Ted, Ars- uh, Ted Arsini. Yeah, yeah. Um, so replaced by him, and uh, because obviously Andre the Giant was off to film the Princess Bride, mm-hmm. so obviously in K he was suspended. 
Yep. And then somewhere in the middle of 1986, obviously Andre Jean came back, but he didn't come back as Andre Jean. He came back under a mask um, with Bill Eadie, who played Axe mm-hmm. of Demolition as the Machines. So you had Giant Machine, which was Andre Giant. Yeah, that's right. You had uh, Super Machine, which was Belidi. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were a tag team. And then obviously they were managed by Captain Lou Albano. They had a lot of uh, promos and things like that. You know, like they were in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, new tag team coming in. Because obviously the issue with, as we know, with Andre John, he was suffered with giantism and his health was deteriorating. Yeah. More, more people were added to the stable. Some of them were just, you know, just to have uh, a, a, maybe a six-man tag or yeah. just uh, just for some comedy, well, I wouldn't say comedy relief, but uh, just thrown in for name value sort of sake. So obviously the, the next one that was... Um, added to the machines was Big Machine and Big Machine was played by Blackjack Mulligan which is um, uh, Barry Windham's dad yep um, then from there you had uh, Hulk Machine it was Hulk Hogan you had Piper <laughs> yeah, you had Piper Machine Roddy Piper Roddy Piper yeah you had Animal Machine who was Animal Machine Animal but with George the Animal still. Uh, you had the, uh, the Crusher Machine, which was the Crusher. And obviously you had Captain Lou Albano, who was the manager, and they were built from the Orient. And they lasted from 1986 <laughs> to 1986 when they disbanded. Uh, so it went around for a very long time. Um, obviously, when it fizzled out, Andre Giant returned with Bobby Heenan to then make the challenge to Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 3. But that is the history of the machines. But if you do go back and watch them, um, it's, it's watching a French man trying to play a Japanese man <coughs> and a New York man, trying to, which is Bill Eadie, trying to play portray a Japanese man. So it was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a very big thing. It was one of the things of... Uh, Everyone was in on it. Everyone knew that the machines were obviously Hulk Hogan, Roddy Piper, and Andre Giant, and, and the mass superstar, which was Bill Eadie. Uh, Bobby Heenan was trying to prove the point that it was there, and everyone was going, "No, no, it's not them." But everyone knew it was them, sort of thing. You know, like we're all in on the on the joke, but obviously Bobby Heenan wasn't, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was the machine. So uh, you got Piper right. That was one. So I only just went with the. I only just went with. Uh... Piper and Orndorff, because weren't they the like uh, challengers of Hulk Hogan and Mr. T at WrestleMania 1? Yeah, and then uh, obviously Piper and Mr. T had a match at WrestleMania uh, 2. Uh, so that was what um, thinking it was some sort of heel stable, but... Paul Orndorff was associated with Riley Piper for very long, because eventually... Um, he went to WCW, R- didn't he? Well, Riley Piper was... Uh, Blaming his losses on on Paul Orndorff, and then Paul Orndorff turned on Bradley Piper and joined with Hogan for a little while, but then turned on Hogan and had a couple of shots at the belt uh, with Hogan. I had a little bit of a run with him, um, but yeah. So you uh, didn't do too bad. I three. 
Yeah, you got three. You three out. Three better than nothing out of ten. Had I gone with my gut, I could have got five or six easily. You, yeah, you could have. You, you obviously, um, so a, if, if, you, if you got the secret pay one right, which I, I'm surprising, I wouldn't even throw your fucking bone on that one. Um, well, like I said, with that one, I knew it wasn't La Parca or the last one you said, Psychosis, because you were up in an hour, and so it was like it's definitely yeah. not them. Uh, you could have got the Triple Crown Champions, obviously got the, the Bret Hart and Diesel, right? But I'm surprised you didn't get um, Pedro Morales, even though we were talking about early Intercontinental Champions and he was an early Intercontinental Champion. So that would have been five. And then Shawn Michaels being the last one eliminated was six. Yep. So I I really, <laughs> truthfully, should have won this. Yeah. But I told you at the start, though, you'll see how much my knowledge of wrestling Although I seem to know a lot when it comes to us talking and doing the news, I, I tend to know a lot. Come into a quiz of wrestling and, you know, like totally buffed and stuff like that. I I remember from WCW, didn't watch it that much, but I remember the, the Kevin Nash and Ray Mysterio type thing. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's just uh, one of those things that I I always come to a quiz and I'll I never walk out on as the victor as the, like victory with the victory but I'm gonna brush up on some of my, I might get WWE network back. I might just read everything about old wrestling from nineteen seventy to modern day. But you'll still find out that I'll forget everything when it comes Yeah, to you'll probably still forget. But you know, you you you've probably done better than what some of the uh, what culture boys probably do when they probably have their quiz. Um, some of them are shocking. Yeah, oh, oh, you you done better than them. Then you got three right. Three's better than nothing. But to be fair, my questions were a little hard. And I've seen like the what culture one and the uh, wrestling talk one. It mm-hmm. is sort of based. More now-ish. Yeah, they find, you'll still find questions there from like fucking two thousand. You'll get like a, yeah, you'll get an odd one here and there. That's older, but majority of them are modern day because they're like modern day things. But um, yeah, I'll brush up on some old wrestling. I'll try and find some New Japan matches to watch maybe here and there. Well, like I said, New Japan, you can subscribe to them for free on YouTube and you will get matches popping up left, right and centre for them. That's not a problem for New Japan. That's that's easy enough. Um, I was going to throw some New Japan questions there, but hopefully next time I might throw some New Japan questions in there and see how many you get right. You know who I'd love to have a quiz with and just to see if I could get, like, try and beat them or get anywhere near to that? Fucking Jim Cornette. Let's get Jim Cornette on here. Get Jim Cornette on here and I will have a wrestling quiz with Jim Cornette. It'd be great because it'd be old wrestling questions and we were trying to see who's right. Um, Do you know what, right? I would look... If if we ever got Jim Cornette on the show, yeah? Yeah. Doubtful for the next one. But if we ever did... <laughs> you, you never know. If someone listens to this, anyone listening to this know Jim Cornette, fucking get him to get in touch with us. Yeah. Um, I think, like... Yeah, if we did, I would I would literally sit for about if someone said Jim Cornette would come on, I would literally sit there day and night, twenty four hours. I would me I would be the ring I would be like the questionnaire. I would be the person that asked the questions. 
to you and Jim Cornette. But I tell you one thing, <laughs> I would be sitting there day and night finding the hardest questions I ever know <laughs> that I would ever think of. Mm. And I guarantee you, Jim Cornette would probably still fucking know them. Jim Cornette would. Jim Cornette is a massive wrestling historian, and I know Dave Mouse says he's a he's a he's a wrestling historian as well. But mm. Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette knows stuff that not even fucking I know that probably not even Vince McMahon knows. He knows a lot, which is fair play to Jim Cornette. You know, he's been around for a long time, so he will know the most randomest, stupidest thing that he's no one would ever fucking know, and he knows. But it. he's also been in the wrestling business, so we know stories from in there too. Oh yeah, he's he's been he's been around the block a few times anyway. But anyway, just before we end, obviously. Yep. Like I said, if we do another podcast and it's not news related because there's not a lot of things coming out, I did write that. I've just found the sheet of paper that we wrote down that we some of the things we were going to do, which was wrestlers over 30. Yeah, that was one thing we did talk about. The youngest wrestlers to ever appear. And I think it's they, they were all WWE anyway, but like the youngest mm. wrestlers to ever appear. Uh, talking about the longest IC title reign as well. Yes, that's another thing that we're going to talk about. Um, oh, one thing I do want to clear up. Uh, obviously, I mentioned this in the last podcast, and I, I think I, I was talking about Hogan and obviously his age when he won the belt, and obviously when he went to WCW. Um, I, I, I might have snuffed up the age a little bit, but uh, Hogan won the belt in '83, and he was uh, thirty, about thirty, thirty-one. He won the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, he then went to WCW. Um, he would have been so yeah, he would have been about thirty because he because he thirty one. He won the yeah, yeah thirty one. I was going to say I um thirty one. He won the belt because it was eighty four. So thirty one. He won the belt. Um, and then WCW went to WCW in by well, left WWE ninety three. So WCW would have been about forty forty one. And obviously, by the time the new new world order sort of came around, it would have been about forty three, forty four. So you know, I wasn't far off. I think what I orig- what I originally said, but obviously, I just wanted to clear up. If anyone goes, "Wow, he's supposed to be a Hulk Hogan fan," you can't get fucking age right. <laughs> well, I know that um, the new world order was meant to be Hall, Nash, and Sting. Yes, that was the original plan. Yes, because they didn't know what's going on with Hogan. To Hogan, Hogan was like, "I want in on it." Because obviously, I think he was getting booed as being, you know, the All American Hulk Hogan hero type thing. Yeah. Uh, what better way of getting a fan to react than to turn heel? And WWE would never do that with Hulk Hogan. Um, and obviously, it worked. It paid off for him. Oh, it paid off big time. Yeah, because they became the biggest thing. I mean, without the New World Order, we would never have got teams like Degeneration X. Nope, that is very true. DX came out to counter what NWO was doing. And obviously when DX were doing all their things like getting women to get their tits out on the show and doing these stupid little vignettes of reading like papers and with lots of swearing and stuff and that, and it was to counter what the NWO was doing. Yeah, the, you, if it wasn't for the NWO, you wouldn't have had... Obviously, DX, you wouldn't have had all the um, faction wars that we had at the time in, in WWE with like the Hart Foundation, the Los Barricos, DOA, 
the nation of domination. Yeah, it was all through the Vince McMahon realising that the NWO was something big. But as big as it got, was its downfall as well. Yeah, you know, you, you wouldn't have got, like, even today's standards, you wouldn't have got the, the Bullet Club. But then if it wasn't for, um, I think at the time, FMW uh, invaded New Japan in a storyline, we wouldn't mm-hmm. have got the NWO. Yeah. Yeah, it's all swings and roundabouts. It all comes back to, to something originally. Well, like I said, I know that obviously um, without the NWO, we wouldn't have got a lot of things we got. So good thinking on Eric Bischoff, but then because the NWO was beating everybody, what do you do when you can't beat them? You join them. Yeah. So the one night trope, three limousines turned up and all these guys got out and they were all NWO. So, and Eric Bischoff should never have been pally pally. He should have been the boss and for long term, not just this will run WWE out of business because he screwed up on a lot of things. And oh, it's, it's, it's hindsight, isn't it? You know, you can either think the, the long picture mm. um, of things and, you know, you play the long game and eventually it plays off, or you can just take the short route of doing something for a quick and easy. Yeah, sure, we'll get you something quick and easy, but then if you've got no long-term in plan, you're not going to do nothing. And I always remember one thing that Arn Anderson said about Eric Bischoff was he was running through matches like nobody's business because he had such a uh, big roster like AEW does now. Yeah, He was running through matches and Arn Anderson turned around and said to him, if you go through all the matches now, you're going to get to a point where you've got nobody new to wrestle. Yeah. And obviously, for the first couple of months or year, maybe he just did that, and then he obviously realised I need to slow these matches down and make long-term things. And WCW did a lot of things right for a period of eighty-four weeks, where they beat the WWE. And this is what AEW is supposedly doing now: is doing WCW, but doing it right and how it should have been done. Back in the day, yeah, which is great. They're, they're trying to do what you know. They're doing what made WCW successful, but at the same time, not trying to fall down of any of the the pitfalls that WCW yeah. did. Um, like making Hogan champion and letting Hogan and Goldberg and everybody else have <laughs> creative control. Uh, hey, hey, it, it fucking drew money for them, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> Where are they now? Well. Hogan's just retired, I think. Well, he's not, not the actual wrestlers, but oh, the WWE is now oh. licensed to WWE. Yeah. Um, but, you know, with AEW, what I think what they need to do now is obviously slow down, especially on, on the talent acquisition side of things. I think uh, they need to um, what focus on do. what you've got. What they've got, if they're going to bring in Carrie and Cross, bring him in. Because he's going to be good with Scarlet, that you have to bring a Scarlet. Um, I think Karen Cross is going to end up in Impact, you know. I know he was doing something with Braun Strowman and EC3. But no, he that was uh, Ring of Honor, wasn't it? I don't that think was... it was Ring of Honor because his contract wasn't expired. Yeah, but that but was think... the whole EC3 thing and um, Braun Strowman. Was... Was... There was a promo done about it. I can't remember exactly what happened in the promo, but there was something going on anyway. And 
there, he has been linked to AEW, but if he goes there, him and Scarlett need to go. And then I think what Tony Khan needs to do is all these people that you've got on dark and elevation, they're there for the, the main roster staff to pick up wins. That's how the main, the, you know, yeah. that's when you've got JEW, you've got a main roster guy has like 32 wins, but only five losses. It's like, because he's been on imp- um, dark and elevation for weeks on end, just racking up wins. Yeah. Um, personally, myself, keep some of the guys there, but they need to put some of the bigger guys on those shows, which they do, but put them on there and wrestle. You know, I know it's free TV, and that's why they don't really want to do it. But they, you know, free TV in America is cable TV anyway. So, it, and ITV4 is free for us over here. Yeah. So it's free TV anyway when you do Dynamite and Rampage. So, you know, the ones on YouTube, just make some bigger matches because I don't think many people watch them. I mean, yeah, you get Moxley on there. You've had Adam Cole. You get Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. But make some matches that... Because I don't watch them because if you see the last time Adam Cole was on Dark, he wrestled somebody I've never even heard of. But you know Adam Cole's going to win that match. It might be a good wrestling match. But you know, you know the result, and the whole point of watching a wrestling show is to be surprised by who wins. Yeah, which is fair enough. But the thing, uh, the the issue with um, I've, I've watched a bit of dark, and I watched a bit of uh, dark. Was it elevation, elevation, dark, elevation dark, yeah. dark and elevation. Is yeah. that they are the equivalent of uh, back in the day, um, Sunday night and, and metal or velocity, yeah. And they were taped before or after the main show. Um, mainly of, before. Yeah, mainly before. But so, sometimes the AW is either before or after that it's taped. I think they might, think they might actually, actually be... Because I think Elevation's on... Dark is on Monday or Tuesday. Rampage, I think it's one of them's on... Say Dark on Tuesday, Rampage on Wednesday... Elevation on Thursday, Rampage, uh, Dynamite, sorry, Wednesday, and Rampage on Friday. I think that's how they schedule it, or Dark and Elevation moved around. But I think they could do more. And I don't think they should up the hours of any of what they've got, but with the talent they've got, they're using a lot of nobodies for this talent to be put over. Mm. And so keep, some, keep them around, use them. Obviously, in like just short matches here and there, but and use them on those shows. But you know, you could put like I don't know, Red Dragon versus Luther and whoever his little guy is. You know, they're well known yeah. for being on uh, AEW. You use it down there. Yes, Red Dragon is obviously going to win, but it's a match of. All people that are signed to w, uh, AEW, and then you can use your, you know, Adam Coles and Kenny Omegas and Hangman Page and Jungle, no, yeah, Jungle Boy, Jurassic Express was what I was thinking. You could use them on Rampage and Dynamite, but you could also use them down in the lower ones just to rack up wins when they need to. Oh, true. Well, that is something that we will probably touch on next time because we are coming up to over an hour and a half. 
We were over um, an hour and a half. Yeah, we were definitely over an hour and a half now. I'll just double check. So I think we've sort of uh, gone along there long enough. But obviously, something we'll be touching on in the next episode, obviously. Uh, what is the plan for the next episode? Just so, uh, just so we'll, we and we'll do it. We'll skim over the news unless yep. big, massive news comes out. We'll we'll do a new show. If not, we can do the longest reigns for the intercontinental title. Oh, okay, that'd be interesting. Yeah, mm, very interesting. Uh, so right, so we're we'll leave it at that, and then hopefully we'll try and get another one up soon because. I am on holiday for a while, which is great for me. Um, but it's whenever my co-host is available. I'm available to do a podcast tomorrow, Thursday, possibly Friday. Okay, so if we're trying to aim for doing another one for Friday. We're, we're trying to knock out two this week. That's how much we love you. We're trying to do two this week. Yeah. Um, but I think for now, I think we'll just leave it at that. Right, remember folks, if you want to listen to all the latest wrestling news here with me and my partner, the Sheriff of Wrestling, remember, subscribe, check in. You got any questions, stuff it. We're not answering them. And remember, we are the best in wrestling news. The best in wrestling podcasts. And we're just a three count away from your ears.